0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 143 of the YouTube Creators Hub podcast. Dusty here, the host of the show. I'm going to be a little quick this week in the opening because I ran a little long in the conversation, and you'll see why. Um, It's one of my favorite creators uh, on YouTube uh, that I got to have on this week and someone that I've followed for almost five years now. Um, And uh, so Mike Russell is joining me today to talk about YouTube audio, video production, uh, growing a business and a YouTube channel to 100,000 subscribers, and so much more. I'd like to give a huge shout-out and thank you to TubeBuddy, the sponsor of the show. They continue to support me. Uh, Phil and those guys over there are doing such a wonderful job with that tool. If you haven't already, click the link in the show notes. Go check out TubeBuddy. I promise you will not regret it. And it's also, the show's brought to you by you guys, the patrons over on Patreon.com. The link will be in the description if you would like to uh, throw a couple of dollars our way here. Uh, You will get a shout-out on next week week's episode and you'll also get access to the private discord where we talk youtube all throughout the week uh, about different topics and things such as that and i also try to include all of the previous guests and add them to the discord channel as well so you're getting all different types of people and creators if they're willing to join the discord so i want to give a huge shout out to karen s rico l and i believe it's george i'm not sure george s All of you guys supported this week. Thank you so, so much. Really do appreciate that. So guys, without any further ado, let's jump into this week's conversation. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's conversation here on the YouTube creators hub podcast. Uh, I am super pumped today. I'm really excited about having, um, One of the people who I've been watching in the tutorial and audio space forever, and and you guys, a lot of you who listen to this show, uh, have mentioned to me before that you have also consumed some of his content. But today, I am joined by Mike Russell. He is the creative director at Music Radio Creative. Audio production is his life. Mike is passionate about helping you sound great. Mike is a recognized expert on audio production with over 100,000 subscribers and growing on his YouTube channel. He presents videos and a live stream about producing voiceovers, cleaning up audio, improving the sound of your voice, creating music, sound design, and so much more. You can watch him at youtube.com musicradiocreative music radio creative or just search for Mike Russell on YouTube. Mike, how are you doing today, sir?
1: Hey Dusty, it's really good to be on your show and I gotta say, I love your setup. Sitley, you sound amazing, your voice sounds good, I could watch your tutorials
0: all day. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, I do watch yours a lot of times all day. When I'm like, okay, there's some new stuff going on in audition. I really want to figure out for like podcast production what is Mike recommending. And normally you beat me to the punch. I go to your channel and there, there you already have something for me. So uh, that's uh, that's amazing. So nice. let's let's before we get you know get to uh, ahead of ourselves here, let my audience know a little bit more about you, Mike Russell, and your channel, Music Radio Creative, and what you do over there. Yeah, sure. Well, thanks. So I I started
1: uh, a couple of decades ago now in radio, um, and I always wanted to be on the air, so I I managed to do that. But then I realized that I really preferred to be in the production studio uh, playing with, as it was back in the day, playing with boxes and making reverb inside these hardware boxes. Now, of course, we we do it without thinking, using the effects menu and adding plugins to audio software, uh, and it's all really easy. So that's kind of how I got my start. And then The digital age came along probably around 2003-2004. I realized there was this thing called Google and it was quite Mm -hmm. good at ranking what we liked Um, so I thought well I like to make jingles I'm going to start a little online store just to sell uh, jingles with my voice on and uh, after a while Google started ranking it I thought this is really good and and from there it kind of developed into a a, a full-blown passion over Probably the space is, as you have probably mentioned before, there's no such thing as an overnight uh, kind of success in any kind of business venture. So it took about the best part of a decade. And then it took my, my wife finally stepping in in 2011 to say, do you know what, Mike? You should get over the fear of just having yourself on that website. You should really take on some other voice artists. And then she came in. Became the um, the uh, managing director, basically my boss. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and Now it's, a, it's the thriving company where we, we make jingles, podcast intros, DJ drops every day. Uh, but most importantly, the thing I'm passionate about right now and the thing I'm all about right now is YouTube uh, and the channel and teaching people, uh, as you've mentioned in the intro, how to sound great. So whether that's sounding great on a live stream, sounding great on a podcast, uh, creating great sounding audio, that's kind of my thing.
0: So coming from someone who does voice work as well, it's, it's amazing to me, your site, how it's grown over the past four or five years. I've actually, uh, just a disclaimer, I've, I've purchased a couple of uh, podcast jingles for my podcast. Because obviously, if you're the host of a podcast, it just sounds better when you have someone else doing the jingle for you. You know, you don't want your voice. That's kind of my opinion. So I've used you guys before, uh, and uh, such an amazing process. I think I've actually messaged back and forth with your wife uh, a couple of times about some different things. But uh, she seems like an amazing person person as well. Uh, so not only is she your boss at home, but she is your boss at, at, at work as well. So, uh, (laughs) I I can understand that. Uh, that's so cool that you guys are able to do that together. Now you are passionate about the YouTube training, about the YouTube tutorials and anyone who follows you can tell, tell this because you are streaming on a consistent basis. You are uploading videos like a madman. Um, and so how have you been able to, to take what you do on YouTube and help drive traffic to your music radio creative business. I mean, has it just allowed you to become a, I guess, a, 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 a top person in the, the audio industry for that people look at for, um, for advice and different things like that. And talk about the relationship between the YouTube channel and your business and kind of how you make all that work.
1: That's uh, such a great question, uh, Dusty, and I'd love to say you know it was all planned, and I I wrote down this big plan, and I thought right I'm gonna I'm gonna crush YouTube, I'm gonna I'm gonna start this tutorial series, and it's it's gonna be amazing and get hundreds of thousands of views. But really, the the true story behind it is it was an accident. Just one day, I decided to record my first tutorial. was probably early 2010 now, um, and I thought I just flip on the camera. I didn't even have myself in the corner. There was no image of me. It was just my voice and Adobe Audition. I think 3.0 at the time. And I said, these are my five favorite effects for radio imaging or radio jingles. Uh, And I did that, and I thought nothing more of it. And then I went back to look at the video a while later, and I thought, crikey, that's had quite a few views. Um, Okay, maybe I should do some more of this. Uh, And so I continued to do it and and just enjoy doing it. Um, Like with anything, when we're starting out, we just kind of try these things and see how they go down and how they work out. Uh, And after a while, there's more and more views and more and more subscribers coming in. I was thinking, this This is really interesting. There's there's definitely something in this. Uh, and now I'm kind of an advocate for YouTube because I just think it's absolutely fantastic. It's a great way to get the word out there. And the moment that Penny really dropped for me, I was still kind of freelancing, working in radio at radio stations. Uh, and I just sat down there with someone who was, who was trying to learn something in audition. And I just came over and I said, well, you just do it like that. You just go in there and effects and then this and then that. And he turned around to me and said, oh, it's kind of like watching one of your tutorials. I was like, wow. <laughs> okay. So somebody actually watched it. I never thought, you know, you see the numbers. But then when someone actually said back to me, I watch what your tutorials. Wow. Uh, and then finally, I, I after a while, I looked at Google Analytics and I noticed that YouTube was the number one referring site to Music Radio Creative. And I thought, "Ah, oh, okay. <laughs> so that's kind of how it started. hope that answers yeah, your question.
0: I- No, it does. And I remember the first time I was out somewhere. I'm not quite sure where it was. It might have been at church. And someone there told me that I really didn't talk to that much. But they told me, they were like, hey, Dusty, uh, I want to let you know. Thanks for the help on, on that. And I was like the hell what are you talking about and they told me they were like well yeah I, I, I just like binge watched like five of your videos last night And I, it just amazed me that like I guess because on YouTube you know you don't get to see the people who are watching your videos the majority of the time uh, except for like my wife when I have her like proofread all my different titles and stuff like that but when they told me that I was like this is amazing that people are actually watching and learning from from my content uh, and I thought that was such a such a really cool thing I remember the first video uh, I, I, I was working on a video about I don't know four or five years ago um of, of trying to to help people make their voice sound better in audition and so I searched for that uh, on YouTube and of course you were the first one that came up and I, I remember thinking to myself well uh, wow this guy's already done this video way better than me but you know what I've already got it done so I'm gonna upload it anyways but I remember watching that video and that led me to subscribe to your channel and since then you know you're my go-to person for audio uh, and I'm a big audio person I, I want things to sound good I actually think that uh, and I, I want to touch on this before we get into kind of the, the YouTube centric stuff If if you're a YouTuber out there, Mike, explain how important audio is as far as like most people think they got to have the dazzling video intros. They got to have the newest, latest, greatest, greatest video cameras and whatnot. But how important is it that people actually hear you and understand what you're saying in your videos?
1: That's a really good question. Uh, And just to speak to what you mentioned there about, um, you know, uh, recording a video and saying, oh, there's already content out there and it looks really good. Uh, Speaking into that, I would say just do it. Just upload it because you have a unique voice, a unique perspective, a unique take. And and people will hear things differently from different people. So uh, do not be discouraged now if you're listening to this show and you're thinking of doing a video about something and you think oh it's already been done and it's been done really well just go ahead and do it try it um but about audio and the the importance of audio uh, for your video absolutely uh super important as I'm, I'm sure you know dusty um people will switch off in fact i'm sure there have been studies into this that it, you know people will put up with relatively poor quality video um but if the audio sounds really bad and really terrible uh people will click away faster from a YouTube video than they would if the uh, the video was not looking so good. So it really is super important to get your audio sounding as good as you possibly can. And it can be done really simply. I mean, you don't need to spend megabucks to get started. Uh, you know, a, a relatively decent dynamic microphone will work if you, if you have a room that's not very well sound treated. Um, Uh, I really, I always mention I love the units that uh, DBX make uh, to do the live real-time compression. I I know you can do it all inside your box, but uh, I always think a bit of hardware doing it takes the strain off the CPU. Um, For anyone listening who doesn't know what a DBX is, it's kind of like a a real-life audio compressor. that makes your audio sound better, adds a little bit of EQ, so makes it crisper and just beefier and nicer. does it all in real-time inside a hardware box. Um, the kind of boxes I was using probably 20 years ago in radio, um, but they still have their place, I think. So, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Audio is super important
0: yeah, it's, it's one of those things to where a lot of times people ask me to check out their, their channel and, and, you know, in the business I'm in, I get that a lot. And so a lot of times I'll go and just in my free time, I'll kind of check out some of these channels that are asking me to, to do so. And a lot of times their content is, is really good, but you you can't understand what they're saying because either, you know, if they're doing tutorial content, they, they, they're using like a a webcam mic, or if they are doing vlogs, they, you know, they haven't, you know, researched anything about lav mics or they haven't researched anything about getting a, a, you know, a pop filter for their microphone. And there's, there's just these little things that we can do inexpensively that can really improve our audio. And I highly recommend you go uh, to Mike's channel. If you, if you haven't already, uh, like I said, search Mike Russell on YouTube or music radio, creative youtube.com slash music radio creative. Um, I want to talk about money for a minute, Mike, uh, in order for us to be able to create things. I mean, let's be real. We have to support ourselves. Um, you have a family, I have a family, and so with that being said, we have to make money somehow. So let's talk about the monetization of your YouTube channel. What are you doing currently to make money from your YouTube content?
1: That's a great question. So I would say my primary source of income right now from YouTube uh, is the linked uh, AdSense, uh, just the the simple money that comes in from the the ads that Google place on my videos and around my videos. Uh, and that's pretty good for a, a channel now uh, over 100,000 subscribers. Uh, it's a reasonable amount. It's not enough to live on, but it's uh, it's it's a nice income stream. Um, and then I uh, do uh, plenty of um, sponsored videos from time to time. I'll always say at the start of the video, you know, so-and-so were cool enough to sponsor this video. And, you know, here's how this works. And I always make sure that anything I include on my channel of that nature is super relevant, like... Uh, uh, as I'm sure, you I, th- I think you're at a, a similar subscriber uh, count to myself, so you most likely, Dusty, get uh, contacts now and again from companies who have bizarre things <laughs> that they'd like you to show. They probably do no research, but something trips an algorithm where it says, oh, this channel has over this amount, so we'll contact them, so... I get, like, uh, contact from alarm clock companies in China who want me to review their alarm clocks. But it's, it's got to be super relevant. And, you know, occasionally, um, a great example is um, it was either earlier this year or sometime in 2017, I teamed up with a great company called Sonics. Uh, they sponsored uh, a series of videos that I did. So that's another way I, I, I monetized my channel. But the product was super relevant to uh, to YouTubers and to audio creators. It's basically artificial intelligence transcribing your YouTube show or transcribing your podcast. It's a really, really good service, really believed in it, uh, still do. Uh, and obviously, yeah, then there's the the affiliate thing. So you can, uh, you can put affiliate links and, you know, I use Amazon, obviously, all of the Amazon links in there, um, things like that what other ways and obviously a, a big way for me and I would say for, for anyone really who's using YouTube think of what you do what your products and services are and promote them that's probably the biggest way I monetize is uh, you know I'm always kind of talking about or referring to something so whether it's a tutorial where I'm creating a piece of audio uh, people know that they, they can come to music radio creative for that or sometimes I'll, I'll use presets uh, I've got some online courses that will probably be out by the time this show goes out um, that I've been talking about recently so yeah again don't be afraid to to mention what it
0: is you do so i think a lot of times people look at channels like yours yours and mine and and they look at the videos that are uploaded in the past couple of weeks and they say well you know you, you have hundreds of thousands of subscribers but why why do your tutorials only get you know a certain amount of views in the first little while And a lot of times I have to sit down and explain to these people, well, I want my videos to live on for years to come. And so can you speak on the fact of how some of your older videos that are that are upwards of three, four, five years of age? Speaking of that video I talked about earlier that you did about how to make your voice sound better in audition. These videos are working for us years, years in the future and how cool that is.
1: Yeah, totally. I mean, it's nuts. That's that's probably one of the things I really like about YouTube is that you can release a video, uh, evergreen video as it's called, um, and it can live there for years and years and years. And YouTube has this interesting thing where, yeah, you'll release a video and it'll get the average number of views your channel usually gets, and then you'll release a video that will just go completely nuts and I often look in analytics and I notice that there's probably just a handful of videos that bring in most of the revenue, certainly from Google AdSense, my my AdSense linked account. Uh, and they're usually really silly topics. They're not like topics that I would think to create. So obviously, you know, keyword um, tools, um, obviously I use TubeBuddy. I know this this show is sponsored by TubeBuddy. I wasn't paid to say that, but I do, I do use TubeBuddy to do a, a lot of keyword research and figure out what people are looking for and try to cater to that. But, you know, sometimes I'll release a video about, you know, how to change your voice from male to female and it'll blow
0: up in views. It's just like <laughs> it's 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 sometimes yeah. it's embarrassing the videos that, yeah, that's it. the the videos that do well. I did one I don't know a couple of months ago about how to uh, find out how much money you've spent on Steam, which is a, a gaming uh, yeah. distributor platform and uh, that video just blew up and I was like are you kidding me are you are you really kidding me I, I found it interesting myself so I was like I'm gonna do this video I found out how much I spent I didn't want my wife to know so I was like you know what I'm gonna put this up on video <laughs> kind of like a little funny kind of a, a comedy video but uh, it ended up doing really well and and, and you're right uh, a lot of times it's a, it's a very small percentage of your videos that that are actually bringing in the the Adsense revenue which which is fine right as long as you're creating uh, a, a handful of Those per year, those tentpole videos, then the other ones can be kind of filler. Uh, And 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 again, those that doesn't mean they're any less important. Uh, You never know. A video with you know 500 views may be that video that drives a very high-paying client to your website. Is that not correct, Mike?
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's the thing you were mentioning about. You know, it doesn't feel real that people are watching until someone in real life turns around and says, "Yeah, I've seen your videos." That's the thing. You just you never know who is watching that next video you produce. And it just takes, yeah, one person who's, you know, in a position to be able to make a decision somewhere uh, to be watching your video, and that's a pretty cool thing. And yeah, it's it's amazing. And the other thing I really like about YouTube and where I'm at, because I'm putting, you know, pretty much 90% of my energy these days into YouTube and my channel, is that I'm a firm believer that you should try to share as much of your personality as you can and as much of your real life as you can so people can get to know you a little bit better. So I found a great outlet because, and tell me if this is the same for you Dusty, but I think most creatives are this way. Um, We have things we really should be doing, and we try to dedicate the time, but then we procrastinate or we get bored. And particularly when those things are, we know they're going to do really well for us. And we think, yeah, that, if I just sit down and do that all day today, that's going to really work. I know that's going to work. And we we procrastinate over it. And then we go off in different creative directions. And we think, oh, let's go and uh, mess about with this th- side project. But um, one thing that I'm really enjoying right now is trying to incorporate as many random sporadic ideas as I get as a creative actually into the channel uh, so an example of that recently is that uh, I like yourself I love tech so I love tinkering and making things and trying to make things work and I thought wouldn't it be a cool idea uh, to make a great PC that has kind of like the ultimate spec uh, for an audio producer uh, and could well at first, I just thought, wouldn't it be cool to make a PC? And I thought, well, you know, that's just going to take my time. And then and then it turned into the idea, what if I made it and I just put the journey out on the YouTube channel? So that's kind of that's an ongoing series I'm, I'm doing right now on my channel. And it's not something that, you know, is my speciality. And I, I mentioned that in the videos. I say, look, listen, I don't know everything there is to know about CPUs and RAM and motherboards. I know a little bit. And this is a journey. Uh, and that's a cool thing you kind of learn along the way and people always comment on those videos and say you don't want to be using that, what's that a, a real tech audio driver, are you nuts and it's like I'm learning along the way I'm like alright, okay then <laughs> so yeah you can. You that can is, that's
0: one it. of the, the hardest things about being a, a someone who does tutorials on YouTube is that if you mess up if you mess up even just one little bit, if you say something wrong or you get excited and, you, and your your words end up getting ahead of you in the video, the people in the comments section will let you know a better way of doing it, <laughs> which I, I think is hilarious. But you're right, I, you know I'm learning as I go as well, and uh, that's really cool that you know I've actually you know been kind of hopefully going to be following along with with what you're doing with your PC. I built one uh, for gaming and, and video production not too long ago, and I love the process, and I really got into PC like parts and the. PC building stuff over on Reddit and things like that. And so for me, it's going to be cool to kind of follow along. Uh, let me ask you this, Mike, what is something, one thing that you wish someone would have told you when you first started out on YouTube?
1: Oh, wow. Well, too much knowledge is, is a dangerous thing, isn't it? So (laughs) if somebody, um, hmm, yeah, if somebody told me, how good it would have been for me and my business and just everything because it's not just the the monetization it's not just the you know having the community and and people watching Mm -hmm. and enjoying and benefiting um but it's just it's just everything that you don't even realize like we were saying just a moment ago you don't you never know who's watching you know i i have speaking opportunities i have opportunities to travel uh just this year i i was in qatar and uh i i was flown out there and uh taught a group of people at the the national broadcaster there how to use adobe audition it was awesome like really really cool time and i was so curious how that opportunity came about i had to ask when i got sat down in in front of the decision maker in his lovely office i said so um how how you know how did this come about come to be and he said well um you know, we were having a meeting and we we're talking about some of the training courses we'd like to introduce here. Uh, and then we said, well, we'd like to do one in Adobe Audition and audio editing. And a couple of the guys said, well, there's this guy, Mike Russell. And I was like, and that was, and they watched my YouTube channel. I was like, no way. Seriously? Mm. So I guess, I guess what I wish someone had told me was, uh, you're going to start this, it's going to be on and off. And then you're going to realize it gets more and more and more. And then you're going to have that period of doubt. And because, you know, we always, in these podcasts, we always say, Oh, it's all great. It's fantastic. I make money. It's brilliant. Um, but there's a, a lot of you know, <laughs> pain and downtime in uh, being an entrepreneur and a creative as well. And I've had those, those moments where I'm like, should I be doing this? Should I just shut it down? Should I do something totally different? Um, and I wish I wanted told me, you know, keep going. Even when you, you're doubting yourself, just, keep going because you know this is just what you should be doing so
0: and I think it's important to talk about those times right like there are times I mean I've even had them you know as as you know frequent as as this year where I've you know I've I've gone and, and I've dove into this thing full time now and you know, I, there are times when I think to myself, you know, I'm, I'm doing really well, but what happens if this goes away or what happens if YouTube doesn't allow me to do this anymore? Or, you know, there's, there's so many things that go through your head as an entrepreneur and, and you want to provide for your family and, and you want to do things the right way. But at the end of the day, if, if you, if you go through it and you know, when, when we're talking about, you know, podcast as well, you know, so many people start a podcast and quit before eight or 10 episodes yeah and you're not even giving yourself enough time and to relate that to YouTube it's the same thing so many people start a channel start tinkering around with some visual branding and they think that someone like yourself Mike just got to the point to where they are you know branding wise video production wise just overnight they don't understand that seven eight years ago when we did our first videos it was absolute garbage. And it was just, you know, we had to learn and we had to grow and we had to evolve. And that's something that is, that is so important. I just, to speak to your point there, I remember when this was around four or five years ago and I had a professor from a, I'm not going to mention the name of the college, but it was a really, uh, a well-known college here in the States. And he he told me, he's like, listen, before I did this, I wanted to ask you, I wanted to show this video, video X in, in my lectures going forward and would you be okay with that and i remember thinking to myself the impact and the reach that just my small tutorial videos have and youtube and google can really connect you with people that you never thought imaginable before and it's such a cool thing that just by you know youtube videos you were able to go out to a, another country and train and teach someone who is an important figure in that country and i just i think that is just so so cool um since you are into tech since you are into hardware and software and tinkering with things like i am uh are there any youtube tools you've already mentioned tubebuddy obviously they're sponsor of the show are there any youtube tools that you use whether it be hardware software internet resource that you just could not live without on a weekly basis oh wow
1: it's a really good question so um well yeah obviously tubebuddy for uh keyword research but I also, okay, so this is going to sound really simple and basic, but I also really like the auto suggest bar. Um, I wish there was a way of kind of keeping that open while you had a notepad open as well. Kind of have to dual screen it and, and use a separate computer so I can type into the AutoSuggest how to space, space, space with audio and then grab a load Mm -hmm. of auto suggestions that way. Uh, And then I pop them into the the keyword research tool in TubeBuddy and it takes me even further down the rabbit hole. So all of that kind of stuff. Um, There's a cool Chrome plugin. You may have mentioned it before, um, but I really like it. It's called Keywords Everywhere. uh, Mm. And you just install that and it gives you the sort of rough number of searches and I think the AdSense uh, dollar click as well. Uh, so you can see how kind of valuable keywords are, especially when you start drilling down to those how to do this in Adobe Audition or how to do this with mm-hmm. video. So that's cool. Um, what else do I like that's YouTube-related? Uh, I love the idea of channel memberships. I wish they'd roll it out to my channel, so please, if anyone's listening from YouTube. And and I like my Elgato Stream Deck as well, uh, which from the hardware perspective, uh, could not live without that. Now that I have a, a bit of a studio, we moved... Um, spaces we had a new studio built uh specific space for mrc this year uh for live streaming um it's kind of got isabella's influence uh, my wife uh, in the decor and the you know the the light fittings and everything and, and my kind of tech thought in the kind of wires so we have hdmi sockets all around this room uh we run them to a separate room uh otherwise known as the shed uh, where the server now sits and i've got so i've got two 4k cameras uh, that run into a pc uh, plus, I've got two webcams as well, and all of that is controlled by OBS uh, next door, which I can I can scene switch l- beautifully with my Elgato Stream Deck.
0: So, I think that's how I want to kind of end this thing, is I want to talk about live streaming, and I want to talk about the influence um, that it's had on you and your channel. Um, number one, I can't believe you don't have channel memberships yet. Like, YouTube, what are you doing? Come on, get on that. Um, so let's talk about that. Let's talk about your streaming, your process. And wh- really, personally, I want to ask you, I've heard a lot of people, and, and I've seen this effect, which it really doesn't matter to me. But when when you live stream, I found that I lose subscribers. And I found that their uh, analytics wise, YouTube has not found a good way as of yet uh, to figure out how to handle Live streaming and how it impacts an actual channel who uploads videos frequently, like your channel or my channel. So let's talk live streaming for the next few minutes, and I want hmm. you to talk to my audience about kind of how you started in it and kind of the impact that it's having on your channel.
1: Yeah, well, live live streaming is so so cool. Um, it is. So yes. I started uh, really seriously live streaming uh, just over a year ago now, back in the summer of 2017, and I had this crazy idea that I would live stream. Every day, Monday to Friday live um, and I did that and it was one of the best things I could have done um, now I live stream once per week uh, which I think is still enough to keep the community alive but I think the key word here is community you get those regulars coming back to your stream every single time and it's such a cool thing. Um, I really like it. When I was doing it every day, it was it was going nuts. I mean, and people were interacting in all kinds of ways I couldn't imagine. Like they were they were remixing things that I said in the live stream and releasing them as their own little dubs and videos and stuff. And it it got really, really crazy. I still got a, a little bit of that going on now. So the community aspect of live streaming is just absolutely uh, fantastic. And you get real-time feedback. So... If I'm trying to figure something out, usually people will shout. Um, another thing, I'm, I'm sure I heard this, this tip recently. It might even have been on your podcast um, where a guest said something along the lines of, don't always get things 100% right on a live stream. You know, kind of mess something up Mm -hmm. or say something a little bit wrong. uh, And that kind of encourages more interaction. I guess you could do that on a pre-recorded video as well. Like you mentioned, (laughs) the commenters can be quite critical. Um, But yeah, live streaming is just absolutely brilliant. And I I couldn't live without it. And actually that is one of the things when when we're doing any kind of launch, when we've got a new product or uh, something new and exciting at Music Radio Creative, usually mentioning it on the live stream, really really helps um and also using it say to offer limited time uh availability kind of ideas so you know Mm -hmm. this new product with this extra bonus uh if you decide to to get the product you know before the live stream ends that that kind of stuff uh, tends to work quite well, for, certainly for and me. And
0: how, how has it affected your channel, Mike? I didn't mean to interrupt mm. you there. What, like, analytics-wise, like, what what have you seen? I mean, you're you're doing this thing, uh, MRC Live. Uh, you do it once a week, and you are streaming on YouTube. You've got a wonderful setup there. So how, how has it affected your channel?
1: I don't really see any particular negative effects of live mm-hmm. streaming. Maybe I'm not looking close enough at my analytics. Um So generally, it seems to be okay. I certainly know, um, looking at my subscriber count, um, the overall sort of 28-day average, which is the number I tend to look at quite a lot, seems to be going up. Um, So that's a good thing. But I think you're always going to lose people, and you're going to lose people who aren't interested or they've moved on. And and that's just a a fact of life, isn't it? It's just people's interests change. You know, I I unsubscribe from things because they're no longer relevant to me. It doesn't mean I I don't like the channel or the Mm -hmm. content. It just means my life's moved on and I'm not doing that anymore or I'm not interested in that particular thing or my life has got too busy for that thing. So it's not always a bad thing. Uh, I can give a really good piece of advice here. Never, ever, ever uh, upload a ton of videos and release them all at the same time. I made that mistake probably about a year and a half ago. I created like uh, 20 or so tutorials and for some reason, I don't know why, because YouTube has a wonderful uh, scheduling feature, um, which is great. And so usually I, I I do schedule my content way in advance. But for some reason, I decided, hey, these tutorials, they're just so good. I really want to see what the reaction is going to be. So I'm going to release all 20 at once. And I think mm-hmm. I lost something like 5,000 subscribers overnight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And a lot of people commented I, I did that they too. said I'm not putting up with
0: like 20 new videos to watch in my feed goodbye. <laughs> uh-huh. I I did the same thing. It was amazing to me because it was like, like you, because we do tutorial content, I was like, oh my goodness, this is like a whole series of like 11 videos. I mean, it just makes sense, right? <laughs> so yeah. that was kind of my thought. Um, I want to ask you personally, and I know we're going a little long here, and I'm sorry, guys. This is These are questions that I've been meaning to ask Mike, and I think that, that you guys will really find benefit from it. So I will close with this. Talk about your live stream setup. Um, I work and am partnered with Streamlabs. Um, they actually uh, sponsored some stuff, and, and I actually use have used their stuff forever. I also use a Stream Deck like you do to stream, um, and so oh, I'm, I'm in the OBS ecosystem as well. I get so many technical questions, which is why a lot of my live streaming tutorial videos on my channel do so well. Um, explain the, the process briefly for my audience of, of how you know, non-technical it can be and how easy it can be to stream on YouTube.
1: Yeah, definitely super easy. So yeah, I like Streamlabs. Actually, I, I used to use that a lot when I was doing daily live streams. I need to get back into that because I love all the kind of overlays of so-and-so has just subscribed or super chat room yeah, so cool. and all of that and the sound effects and stuff. Really, really good stuff. So that's a definitely a yes. good tool. But um, getting started, so as we discussed earlier on, audio quality important, so try and get away from your internal mic or like a headset mic or those Apple Earpods, as cool as they look. Um, highly recommend getting yourself a good mic. And it doesn't have to be expensive to start out. Obviously, there are some really good high-end st- stuff, you know, the condenser mics and stuff like that. Um uh, the high pr 40 seems to get a lot of love. Uh, it kind of polarizes people, though. Not not everyone loves it. And then you get the uh, uh, down at the low end. I mean, you can you can go as cheap as like uh, 99 bucks, right? So one I don't hear mentioned enough, but I tested a lot of mics this year, and out of all down at the budget end, 99 for the SE Electronics V7. That's a pretty mm. cool dynamic microphone. Super forgiving in most environments. Sounds really crisp and clear. Uh, traditionally used as a kind of stage mic for for singing and it's hypercardioid to reject any feedback you get from like, you know, big monitor speakers. But it works. I, I tested it for a while. And that was my favorite out of the, the budget end. So that's how easy you can get your audio sounding good. Uh, and then if you want to go really simple, uh, so I recommend definitely XLR mic over USB, which means a physical uh, three-pin cable going out of your mic into an audio interface and then into your computer. Um, you can get USB mics that plug straight in, But then the mic is not only uh sending the signal but it's also trying to do the uh the analog to digital conversion uh inside the same unit and it's i just don't think it's quite as good in quality terms so really a microphone 99 bucks you can get yourself um an audio interface uh, some really reasonable ones, Focusrite Scarlet 2i2 for about 199 or Soundcraft Notepad series that start from around $99, uh, which give you kind of mixing board capabilities as well. Uh, and that's really it to get started. So the microphone, audio interface or mixing console, and that's it. And then obviously your computer uh, and your so A boom arm would be really nice. And one that I've acquired, I think it's a new release this year, but I really, really like it, is the Blue Compass uh, made, made by the same company that make the blue Yeti mics, um, mm-hmm. which are okay but would not be my top choice. Um, but their their mic boom arm, the blue compass, is like, wow. And it looks the same mm-hmm. as the, um, the Mika uh, boom arms from uh, Yellowtech. Uh, Yellow Tech make these awesome boom arms that are about, I don't know, $300 per boom. Um, this is about $99 per boom, arm, and they're really, really good. And I really believe in paying a bit more for boom arms, especially if you have a heavy microphone, because you see all those lovely cheap Amazon booms that are like, you know, 10 or $20, and they just droop. And if you've got an expensive microphone on the end of that boom, and one day you find it's uh, it's like smashed itself against the desk, that's that's never fun. <laughs>
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I use the uh, the Hyle HB1 um, oh, wow. arm yeah. and uh, it's it's wonderful. I've got two of those. Uh, my setup is I've got my Mac Pro, so you know when I record podcasts like what I'm doing now, you know I've I've got a, you know just audio. I, I use this, and then for video, I have my my PC that I built, which is a beast over there, and I have the uh, I have another Hyle uh, HB1 arm, but I, I have my Sure uh, SM7 or yeah. I'm not exactly sure the the model number of that one, but Mike, man, I I love that microphone. <laughs> um, and then the one I'm speaking in now is my main voiceover Mike. This is the Newman. Um, oh gosh, what oh, is cool. this one? This is the. Uh, oh, this is bad podcast. TLM103. TLM103. Nice. Um, and uh, it's an expensive microphone, but when I started getting on the pay to play sites for voice for voice acting, um. It, I really had to do a lot with um, with my microphone and my setup, and I also had to treat my room uh, and have someone come in here and help me with my sound paneling and things like that. So th- there's so many different spectrums. You know, you have the the Blue Yeti, you know, that, that you can start with, which Mike and I both have recommended before, but it's not the best. You've got the High PR-40. Um, you know, there's a lot of people who don't like it, a lot of people who do like it. Um, there's a lot of good options out there inexpensively to to, to to get set up. And for live streaming, you know, OBS is such a cool piece of software because it's free and you can download it for any any os that you're using and start streaming if you have a, a decent webcam decent camera mm. uh and, and, a, and a microphone you can get going and live streaming is such a great way to build a community uh yeah. mike i've already kept you longer than than, than i was planning on. have you had to play with the vst yeah. plugins in obs so I play with the VST uh, plugins a good yeah. bit um, uh, through some different videos I've watched from you and other people. Um, but I also use, I'm not sure, and I'll have to ask you this off air, but I'm going to ask you now, uh, the VST plugins that I use in um, Audition, is that the same company? So VST, um, they're essentially the the
1: plugins. Uh, I, think, I think Steinberg uh, licenses the VST sort of framework, as it were. Um sure. And yeah, all your plugins, all, audio audio plugins, generally they come in a VST and if you're Mac, usually yes. an audio unit AU version. Um but yeah, pretty much any plugin that you can add on to Adobe Audition, if it's VST, you can access it inside OBS and add it as a real time effect. And I've been having oh, that real so cool.
0: fun with that. I mean, that is mind blowing stuff. Well guys, as you can tell, Mike and I could probably talk for hours um, uh, on end about not just audio, not just YouTube, but just technology and our passions. And uh, one of the things that I'm passionate about, and so is Mike, is, is helping people spread their message. And there's a reason why Mike trains people of, of how to do podcasts and how to do audio production. And there's a reason why I do this podcast. It's because I want you guys to be able to get a little peek of what others do that maybe you could implement in your channel. I love doing this podcast. I love having great creators like Mike on the show to talk about their workflows, their strategies. And so, Mike, in closing, can you let my audience know where they can get in touch with you on the internet? So cool, Dusty. Thank you for having me on. And best place to go is
1: youtube.com slash music radio creative
0: that's awesome go check it out guys I highly recommend it if you are a podcaster looking for someone to do a jingle for you they are the go-to people they have some talented talented voice actors um, that make me jealous uh, of how, how how good their voices are and how great they are at producing stuff so definitely go check that out I'll put a link to all of this in the show notes of this podcast Mike thanks again for coming on and we'll talk to you next time amazing thanks you've been listening to the YouTube creative